Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards, so check them out at IlluminatusBrand.com and on Instagram at Team underscore Illuminatus. like the foot click. Gotta get count in, you know? Yeah, it makes me Puts feel you in more premiered. Er, <laughs> yeah. I immediately bung <laughs> on the first sentence. <laughs> well, I like the click track because it... Oh my god, he's having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I guess scratch that. Yeah, never mind. Run it back now. Um, well, today... Today, <sighs> sir, it's Christmas Day. No, uh, we have a, a pseudo-special episode. A very pseudo-special episode. I, the I young felt inspired to... Yeah. to Bring a sermon to the people. Uh, Jay had to preach to the masses. Delusions, um, <laughs> brothers and sisters, delusions. So before we go any further, which uh, okay, let's cite our sources first. Uh, we're gonna start with me. Okay, okay. Uh, always a reliable observer. The mo- yeah. the only person you should ever listen to. <laughs> Does it um, no, there's been so many talks of coup, coups and things getting crazy, and we're in some undeniably wild times. However, we're still not quite to the 60s yet. <laughs> now, if we get to Civil War, maybe. But for uh, going back in time a little, let's remember what had happened in the 60s. Enlighten us. There, yeah. were, there were so many assassinations of high-profile individuals that we had to start an entire House committee just to uh, assess it. So <laughs> we might be in some weird times now, but we don't have an actual government panel Assessing why we've had so many political assassinations because we had just the big ones are JFK, RFK, and then MLK. We don't have one yet. Yeah, <laughs> there's still time. Yet. That is why I wanted to talk about this because these I, things are true occasionally, <laughs> and that's what's important to remember going into November. Is that occasionally conspiracies aren't just. Uh, Nut job shit. Yes. And Shocking. I, that's why I wanted to use JFK, because I feel more so than any other conspiracy, this one is most proven. This has been looked into more than, I think, any other single conspiracy ever. Yes. I don't and, think there's one more researched than this one. Yes. Yeah. And I would say recommended viewing is watch The Men Who Killed Kennedy. 
Which I think is just on YouTube, right? You, you can, can find it on it. YouTube. It's a, it's a little tougher to find now, but you can still find it. Um, but honestly, if you watch those first two episodes, like they have a fucking picture of the dude shooting a gun. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty hard to argue against. It was um, fucking CGI. <laughs> you'd agree with that, but it was fucking on film. Like there's, yeah. it was so long ago that that wasn't even a thing they could do. I wish they would just develop the picture of the grassy knoll. It just had like a blurry Bigfoot or something. Like <laughs> we could just combine two conspiracies into one. Bigfoot North Korean with a, Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot with an alien behind him. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> he, he shoots and he gets in a flying saucer and leaves. Yeah, but so so to understand why this is more confirmed beyond the photographic evidence. I feel like when you're trying to determine whether or not a conspiracy is valid, you got to look for two things, money and power. Every true conspiracy has those at all times. The exchange of them, yes. There's, there's some... It's just got to be involved yeah. in one form Follow or fashion. Follow the money. Now, we say that because there's two primary players in here. One would be the mob, who is kind of a punchline to our generation. But in the 60s, the mob was... Fucking real. A real thing, yes, that, that inspired The Godfather and all those pieces if, of cinema. Yeah, and if you'll remember correctly, JFK was really fucking with the mob. So <laughs> yeah. that's the, the first party that has a real reason to knock him off. The second one is political, where you had what were called the Dix- Dixiecrats at the time, um, who were like Texas Democrats, uh, wanted to stop JFK. Primarily, it's anti-Castro people that wanted to replace him. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have to talk about some of the Castro assassinations at a later time. Some of those are pretty funny, too. Oh, those are great. I love those. <laughs> um, but then, and then you got to take another thing into context, which is why would they actually need to go through the trouble of killing JFK? What was at stake? Well, I hope you have answers to those questions. <laughs> I do. Yes. I do. And I don't think most people bring this up because when you play the timeline out, it makes a little more sense as to why some people might have felt the need to take his top off. Um, <laughs> to put a, put a hole in his hat? Yeah. yeah. So if you assume JFK doesn't get killed, you have JFK for another four years. So that's eight years of one Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Then you're assuming you can get another eight years of Bobby Kennedy. Then assuming you don't have a Chappaquiddick incident where Ted Kennedy drives into a lake, <laughs> you likely have another eight years of Ted Kennedy because people forget that he was a very likely presidential candidate until that little <laughs> Until fiasco. that little oopsie. <laughs> yeah. So right off the top, you have 24 possible years of a Kennedy leading the country, which is a political dynasty that's pretty much unheard of in terms of American politics. I mean, even recently, this is just this year was the first time a Kennedy lost like the primary run Mm -hmm. in, I think it was like 32 years or something like that. It may even been longer than that. Yep. So that's the thing. Uh, you can even add on to that because then you probably don't have JFK Jr. going down and he was likely going to be involved in politics in one form or fashion and that probably leads to the presidency. Well, according so you, to number 17, he's going to come back any minute and fucking uh, <laughs> run his vice, vice president. That would be pretty sweet. He's only, the clock's a ticking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, know. but yeah, so that's 32 potential years of a ruling party. Um, so yeah, it, that, it, it would almost been impossible to have dethroned them through just political means because they were so popular, nobody was going to beat them in a vote. No. So the only way to beat them was to uh, remove his hat. Pop, pop. Yeah. Which... <laughs> so when you think about it that way and how many years were really on the line, because you're not just killing JFK, you're killing a 30-year political dynasty. 
Yeah, you're killing the squad. You take out the the, the top boss, and uh, the the rest fall with it. Yeah, much like Epstein. Yeah, you you push the first domino over. Well, there is always the argument for that. If you kill the the face, yeah, people tend to stop asking questions. Yeah. Now it is also one of the things I always find funny is people seem to tend to think of the Kennedy conspiracy theories as not really popping up until you know like the late seventies and mm-hmm. going on until now, but it was actually going on. Pretty much right after it happened. Yeah. There were a lot of people who uh, weren't buying what they were selling. It was like uh, 9-11, where there's a certain people like the next day, or before the fucking towers even I fell, where we're calling shenanigans. Yeah. Which was a little funny, because I could just imagine this on Twitter, because that's pretty <laughs> much what we have right now. We'd have so much footage. The best of it, uh, not to go too far from the topic, but uh, what, what the fuck was his wife's name? JFK's wife? Uh, Said, Jackie. Jackie, when she's like trying to scoop his brains back into yeah. his head. Oh, like, yeah. Listen, that that's not how the body works. <laughs> you can't. Once, once his yeah, brain. You can't, you can't flack it for trying. Yeah, you're just trying to create some fucking monster where she's like scooping his fucking brains off the but seat and trying to pull My question back is, in. why the fuck is that your first thing? It's like, oh, uh, 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 I gotta <laughs> shovel it back in. Like, well, that's gonna do fucking anything. Well, first, she saw it fall out, and she's like, well, the way you fix something that falls out is I you put, put it, it in, back it'll there. come back to life. Yeah. One of, the, uh, one of the quotes I saw from right after it happened what she goes my god i've got his brains in my hand <laughs> like yeah Say. although ironically that same brain went uh <laughs> missing after the autopsy quote unquote it did, well why don't uh why don't we get into we're not going over the no. full jfk conspiracy Let's right into it no i just wanted to give the basic context yeah. because i feel like it's much easier to understand the validity of it if you understand the implications of what would have proceeded. Yeah, for all you yeah. fucking simpletons out there. Yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't just JFK. It was it was everything he yeah. brought along with him. And then he was fucking with the mob's money, so the mob got hitters. All right. Well, I'm interested to see where this takes us because I'm going yeah. in blind to this. So yeah. the way as the, is young Jamie. So yeah. so the way I wanted to touch on it is I wanted to go through the hit list because that's another good way to see a little truth is when they start a. Uh, Knocking everyone off. This is like the original Clinton body count. Yep, like, this preceded it. They the, might have gotten the idea from this. Yeah, the JFK the hit pre-Clinton list. The pre-Clinton curse. Yeah, the JFK hit list is uh, is the OG body count. Yeah, it was the, the one that's... I mean, you could say this started most of the modern conspiracy theories in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had the don't trust the military industrial complex right before he's inaugurated everything's in the jfk cinematic universe like every <laughs> conspiracy it's the jcu the jfku yeah the jfkcu yeah so i was yeah, uh, black panther in that one too <laughs> <laughs> not anymore yeah. Piece. um but yeah i wanted to go through the the body count because i find that kind of funny and then uh so i was reading uh what is it the hit list by richard belzer one of the wasn't richard belzer an actor yeah i think i think like... he was a previous actor yeah richard oh, okay. belzer and david wayne uh. Corey Wayne? <laughs> no, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, yes. <laughs> uh, but so, so in their intro, he did an interesting one where they uh, determined kind of the odds of all these people dying so closely to the assassination. Uh-huh. Uh, and initially, the correct equation should read uh, a probability of at least 15 un- unnatural deaths among 1,400 witnesses within a one-year period. The probability is equal to one, the sum of the probabilities for zero to 14 deaths, and uh, that comes out to one in 167 trillion. I like those odds. That's (laughs) great odds. So, 
it really isn't just the deaths. It's all of them lined up together, and uh, the numbers get pretty pretty insane. Uh, so the, one of the other statistics they have, this is from uh, around the time of the 1977 investigation, um, there were a minimum of 70 unnatural deaths out of the 1,400 witnesses, and the probability of that actually bumped it up to 714 million trillion trillion. Uh, huh? <laughs> now he's just making up numbers. That's the number. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, that's a big fucking number. Uh, so I don't. Obviously, there's not like a fucking real equation for that, but they they got experts to come up with the math, and uh, I think it's just safe to say that it's very improbable. Yes, it drives yeah. home the point that it's uh, highly unlikely to have occurred without some sort of outside influence impacting the outcome. And then there was another one where. <clears throat> Uh, a couple of high-level FBI officials were supposed to uh, testify uh, in the investigation, uh, and they all died in a six-month period in 1977, <laughs> shortly before they were scheduled to testify. Hmm. Convenient. Yes. There are a lot of convenient deaths uh, yeah. in this particular instance. Common phrase, convenience. <laughs> yes. The, one of the experts they consulted on the FBI deaths, essentially it was zero, because FBI agents aren't careless yeah they don't really die unless something but they're they trained to be paying attention to all of that shit like they're trained to be noticing if someone's following yes. up with that sort of, yeah like they're they're supposed to be looking out for that sort of thing yes um and just kind of in their in their initial uh intro he goes over uh the various reasons that they could have actually staged this and some of the suicides. Mm. Particularly, he talks about whether the intelligence community can do medical assassinations, which is like the heart attack gun. Yeah. What? And the fast-acting cancers. Um, mm. Yeah, fast-acting cancers. They were developing, developing it around then, ironically, to kill Castro. What? But I guess when you got it, you might as well use it. That's what they said they used to kill uh, Terrence McKenna. Yeah, but so he uh, quotes, CIA technicians have uh, actually testified to Congress about the TWEP, terminate with extreme prejudice weapons. Uh, <laughs> That's just being super racist. Yeah. yeah. You just you kill them with Batman. slurs. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't exactly understand the wording either, but I thought it was a funny uh, acronym. <laughs> um, but uh, so they, yeah, they were actively pursuing ways to kill people that would not look like murder and would leave no post postmortem residue. Which... That is interesting when you think of Jeffrey today. Yeah. Because we have ways of making people kill themselves or at least making it look like something else killed them. And with his case, they made it abundantly clear that well, he we'll get into this because theoretically offed himself. Yeah, well, and I thought that was pertinent because there's a lot of uh, accidental broken necks. No, in this, you know, uh, people were clumsier in the 70s. In this yeah. tale, there's, sure was a little messy. there's quite a few. Um. And then he also talks about how Jack Ruby, uh, in one of his interviews with one of the journalists, like he didn't trust very many of the journalists, but one of the ones he trusted, he said, oh, they shot me up with cancer. <laughs> and then soon after he died of cancer. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Didn't he also, Jack Ruby ran a strip club, right? He was gay and ran a strip club, yes. Living the dream. Dude's <laughs> sick. He was, uh, he was an interesting dude. I'm, I'm guessing he probably smoked a cigarette or two and had a few pops in his, his day. I'm sure so. he smoked more than cigarettes. Yeah, I think, I think uh, of all the people to get cancer, I'm, I'm just saying he's the least surprising to me. The the party animal. Yeah, the, like, the dude who probably lived fast and hard. Yeah, <laughs> not, not too terribly surprising on that front. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but so so we'll move into I just wanted to we'll go over just a few of the more audacious incidents. Okay. Uh the first one was one I actually hadn't read too much about previous to this, which was Officer JD Tippett. Um mm-hmm. so the way they go about this book is he kind of puts them in chronological order. So this was right after uh JFK was shot. Mm-hmm. The story is that he was trying to pursue Oswald. Right. And uh, eventually there was some sort of confrontation with another individual. The eyewitnesses all said the other individual did not look like Oswald at all. Um, but basically what it they imply is that there was an argument of some sort and the cop got shot. Now, this cop also had ties to Ruby um, and some of the other Dallas PD who seemed to be a little guilty mm-hmm. um, and who I... They say Tibbet was uh, charged pretty much with capturing Oswald after to secure the narrative. Uh-huh. So Tibbet gets out of his car, and then while he's walking toward the man on the other side with, with his hand on the butt of the gun, the man just starts firing at him, pops three in his chest, takes <laughs> off. <laughs> but they say when he pulls up to the, the car, he wasn't like hostile. It wasn't like a cop pulling over someone who he thought was dangerous. Right. He was carrying out a uh like, it was like a script almost he was following yeah, a, he was a, following a bit of a script you can put it that way but essentially what what becomes interesting is yeah they they go over his ties to to ruby and it makes sense because if you think this is actually coordinated to an extent you would want to be able to wrangle oswald before he gets anywhere because you got to set him up yeah um but what else is interesting is they take the testimony um, regarding oswald's whereabouts and this incident, and there's pretty much no way he could have been. Yeah, at regarding this the, the timeline they officially gave. Correct. Where he yeah. Dismantles so, the gun, runs down the the book depository staircase, and apparently takes off. And yeah, so there was no way that they both could have been where they said they were. So obviously, this wasn't Oswald. When they found Tibbet, uh, he had a fake ID for one, Alex uh, Heidel. Alex Heidel. With a picture of Oswald on the ID. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Interesting, right? Weird. That was apparently a well-established military name. Seems like a really stupid code name. Really? That was just like their John Smith was Alex Heidel? Yeah. Alex Heidel. Sick. And apparently all the, the, the intelligence people would know it. He had a fake ID with the exact same name when they found Oswald. Jay is showing us a picture. So, it's, it's like yeah. story time. Jay is reading to us two on the couch and so, he turns the book to show us the pictures. <laughs> so not only do two separate people have an ID with Oswald, but it's two fake IDs with an alias as well known within military intelligence. Seems like maybe they were trying to get it to him to help him uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, it's just like this is also one of the sloppiest cover-ups I think that's ever been pulled off. Listen, they didn't have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> it was harder to communicate back That's then. all I could think about reading this is like, you know how quick this would have fallen apart in the internet era? Yeah. All oh. they had was uh, their, their walkie-talkies, I guess. Their, their radios. Was, if this happened like now, we probably would have figured it out like within like the next like, hour or so. Yeah, there's so many cameras around, which is like, if even if you're going to try and knock off the Donald, how the fuck would you do it without getting caught? I feel there's like no you way. almost... There's no yeah, way. Yeah, you almost just have to... They just don't kill presidents like they used to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just think it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Like, especially, like, this dude would have had probably, um, well, I don't know, it's Texas, maybe not. 
but he should have had a uh, <laughs> vest on with a camera, so we would have been able to see the footage. Oh, yeah. Um, but Well, it's whether the footage would have made the surface or not. Yeah, it could have just been buried. Yeah, that's true. It is funny that when you watch uh, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, there's a ton of photographic evidence that uh, they just never processed, never yeah. actually looked for it. Sometimes it, who needs that pesky evidence? You yeah. just leave it. Uh, Let's go with evidence, huh? Yeah. Oh, God, it's so funny how much shit is just like, eh, we lost it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, well. Oh, the stuff about the president getting, getting murdered? Wow. <laughs> it flew out of my car. I was actually, driving home. I mean, that's even eventually when they do the... Basically, the the redo committee because the Warren Commission was shit. Yeah, they uh, they acknowledged there was a conspiracy. They're just like, well, we don't really know what it was. <laughs> Which is, and I think most people I don't think know is that our own government ruled there was two shooters and likely a conspiracy. Now it is funny because they go like, no, nah, we don't think the FBI was involved. No, nah, we don't think the CIA was involved. Yeah, maybe Cubans. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe those pesky Cubans. I don't know yeah. if it's Cubans. Just well, saying. just like anybody but us. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Just but he, point the finger at someone else. But yeah, on top of Kennedy's brain, just like disappears. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was always a big one for me, is the fact that they lost the fucking president's brain. Yeah, it's just like, like uh, we misplaced it. Yeah, because because when you get, sh- when uh, they do a post-mortem for bullet wounds, you're supposed to trace the path of the bullet in the autopsy. Like the trajectory, so you can get yeah. some sort of idea of where the shooter may have been And the brain located. is particularly pertinent, because it's... Uh, up and to the left. Well, they, especially, yeah, when it? the bullet enters into the brain. Mm-hmm. So they just fucking just trash this fool's brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was left of it, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then it also uh, became apparent that the dude who did the autopsy burned his notes. That's a normal practice. Yeah, that's yeah. totally legitimate. Well, and he had a really weird line. It was, uh, he compared it to Lincoln, and I guess someone... There's a, someone in one of the museums is like a, a piece of cloth or something that had like his blood on it. Lincoln? Yeah. Oh, mm. never and, heard uh, of that. And this dude had like his autopsy report with like some of Kennedy's like blood on it. Huh. So he scanned it, but he kept the original, but then I guess decided to burn it all. As one does with notes. Yeah. yeah. So that's like when they went after, what was it, Enron and uh, Arthur Anderson, and they were all just like fucking shredding all their documents. There was just like an industrial wood chipper outside. They were just throwing everything in. They're like, well, that's not suspicious. <laughs> uh, it's normal to destroy all documents at a company about once every 10 years. Yeah. They don't go, hey, do we need to look at any of those before mm-hmm. you burn them? No. Nah. Nothing, nah. To, nothing to see here. That's nah. why we're shredding it. Yeah. It's actually blank paper. We're just shredding a blank paper, guys. Yeah, we're we're having a confetti party. I mean, I guess when you shoot Oswald the next day on live TV, what's a few documents getting burned? Wait, he got shot on live television? Yeah. Yeah. That's the craziest part about all this is even with the lack of cell phones. Everyone got to see it. (laughs) It's amazingly well documented. Dude, they didn't let you say shit on live television. They shot a man? That's epic. Violence. Violence was more tolerated back then. Shot him right in the gut. Yeah. Dude, sick. I mean, I just have to assume nobody thought it would happen twice. Yeah, I guess after you accidentally show an assassination the previous day, what are the odds that it's going to happen the next day? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shocking, yeah. huh? But there's, I mean, there's so much, oh, there's so much evidence that just disappeared in this. It's actually rather funny. But uh, moving on to one of our next cases, we have uh, Karen Cupsonet. It's a good last name. It is a good last name. Um, she was rumored to have made a call shortly before... Uh, predicting JFK's murder. Now they 
seem to indicate that that probably didn't happen, mm-hmm. but they do uh, indicate that she had some sort of foreknowledge. But the fun part is that the examiner who did her autopsy apparently had a weird fetish for breaking necks. All right, that's uh, not something I want my autopsy. Yeah. Like the, the mortician who does the, the examination, that's not... Mortician yeah. fetish is not a sentence I <laughs> well, want to hear, when, and, especially if I die. And she was one of the suicides, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. So obviously having her neck broken in the autopsy may cover some tracks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it turned out that this fucking weird coroner, I guess? Yeah, yeah coroner. coroner. That's, that's the word I was looking for, not mortician. After this case, they like went back and looked at his shit, and apparently there were more than one incident. Oh, oh, like what a weird fucking thing to get into as a mortician. I guess that's the only job you can do. If you got a fetish for breaking necks, I guess coroner is about My coroner is, mortician how the is about the only thing. How do you develop thing. a fetish like that? Like, where does that stem from? There's only one way to find out. You I guess break a neck and I see s- if you get hard. I, about say, I guess you do it once. Yeah, you do it and see what happens. Damn. All my current knowledge on this JFK shit is uh, coming from reading Stephen King's 112263. Like, I don't <laughs> actually remember, but it's been so long since I've looked into Kennedy. It's been since, like, early college that I've actually read about this shit, so I don't remember any of it. My base knowledge is from fucking Twitter, so but, I, I've, you're doing far better than I have. But you saying Tippett, I think Tippett actually was a character in 112263. Like, I think the main character runs across him at some point. Actually, now that you mention, I think yeah, he is. That I would make sense. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen King sort of uh, drew from, I guess, all this shit to formulate that book. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he's always been kind of a conspiracy guy. Not too much, but yeah. just enough to be able to... The dabbler. To do an eight ball of Coke and write a book about it. Yeah, if you're <laughs> going to do that much blow and drink that much uh, Bud Light, you're going to have to... You're going to believe some weird shit happen. <laughs> Maybe not only in the other world, but your your personal life. Something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It, it, conspiracies appear when you do too much blow. <laughs> There's a real recurring theme where... The autopsies are tampered with, and one of the conclusions they kind of make is they may have had more uh, coroners that had strange fetishes. Quote unquote. <laughs> Maybe quote they unquote. should stop hiring fetish coroners. Well, they got to be able to use them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the odds are of hiring a bunch of uh, fucking fetish sickos as the people doing your uh, reports. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just before you start, we just have one last question. Do you have a fetish for breaking bones? Do you like uh, fucking dead bodies? <laughs> it's like the one thing What's you can't What's your opinion do? on a dead person? Uh, no one, everyone likes cracking open a cold one. <laughs> just the guy walking around fucking rock hard doing an autopsy. Yeah. Uh, well, there's just some weird people out there, man. Yeah. Remember, scientists can be weird, too. Yeah, they can be even weirder. Yeah, and you yeah. can find them all online. Yeah. <laughs> They're all in front of you. You they gotta have, look hard enough. They have blue checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're verified. Oh, a quick one here, which I enjoyed. Oh, don't this was one of the more preposterous ones, okay. which was, uh, I don't know how the fuck you say this, Jim Cote, I don't know how to say his last name properly, and uh, <laughs> Bill Hunter. But uh, Mr. Cody here died of a karate chop to the neck. <laughs> Do they say who administered the yes. karate chop? Because that's uh, what I want to know. Was it his sensei? So reporter Jim Cody was killed by a karate chop to the neck as he was emerging <laughs> from the shower in his bathroom. 
Uh, oh, did you ever play the the GoldenEye game back in the day on oh, N64? Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah where like the karate chop was more powerful than any of the guns. Yeah, maybe this is where they got it from. Maybe that's yeah. all seven chopping after. That's a all I would do. I would just hold down that trigger button. I just <laughs> run around the map doing like the fucking uh, just, Kentucky, oh, just like Florida State. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Florida State, the suburb. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I'm doing that thing with my arm running around the fucking map, just fuck yeah. chopping people to death. Uh, let's see. They say the robbery appeared to be the motive, although Cody's he robbed him by karate chopping him. Uh, apparently, uh, what his, a bitch! <laughs> the parents believe he was killed for other reasons. Uh, whoever ransacked his apartment, they point out, was careful to remove his notes for a book he was preparing in collaboration with two other journalists on the Kennedy assassination. Huh? Very convenient. Once again, yeah, they kill a lot of journalists in this book. They fucking kill. If they killed this many journalists today. People will be losing their minds. They kind of did with the Panama Papers, but people just stopped caring about those. It was too far on from it, and everyone just moved on to the next thing. It's well, not really fuck them. They can't really blame the Donald for it. Yeah, I think yeah. is the problem. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So moving on, they don't really actually ever explain why they believed it was a karate chop. <laughs> I don't know, but that's <laughs> the best cause of death you could possibly receive. If I'm going to be killed in a grand conspiracy, karate chop to the neck is what I would like written on my autopsy. Well, that's just a hell of a way to describe what's probably a suicide. That man either had the weakest neck in the world or that was the world the karate champion. Yes, struck him down. Because that is a fucking judo chop. I mean, yeah, if you did that in one strike, that's got to be like Bruce Lee or some shit. Yeah, that, you know, Bruce Lee was in the uh, conspiracy as well. That was a, that's a strong that's a strong man. I could get behind Bruce Lee, CIA assassin. Fucking Karate Kid came out. It kind of makes sense, and Bruce Lee ended up dead early too. Yeah, Damn. I've, although I actually they did a recent documentary about that for ESPN. And I did watch that, and they the conclusion they're coming to is they either he took like some Tylenol he was allergic to uh-huh. or he had a heat stroke. And then when he passed out, he just died because yeah, apparently he was doing some insane workout like the day before. Like that full outside of the unit? <laughs> there is right now there is a uh, outside of the building we record. There is a man, uh, presumably blackout drunk, who is just on the floor on the ground midday. At least he's not face first. Yes, barely midday. It's it's past two, but... Uh, well, they're usually passed out by, like, nine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't usually get concerned unless they're face first. <laughs> so we'll have to check on him before... Maybe I'll hit him with a karate chop before we leave. <laughs> don't kill him. Yeah, just so I can add that on to my resume. I want karate those, chop to... You, you gotta do the sound effects, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger style. That fucking... That kung fu movie we watched where, the like, every single movement oh, was yeah, overdubbed yeah. with the, just... <laughs> You have to do that. It was like a guy it's, fucking ripping a piece of paper every time he walked. <laughs> it's pretty much just the next uh, Wu-Tang album. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Hunter, the guy he was writing this book with, this is another fun one, was uh, accidentally shot by a policeman right in a California police station. The officer stated that he had been horsing around playing <laughs> quote-unquote quick draw with another officer when his gun inadvertently went off, killing Hunter. That's fucking hilarious. Both officers involved in the incident were sentenced to three years probation. Listen, for those of you who think cops are bad now, imagine playing fucking cops and robbers <laughs> with as the police a cop. in you're, the parking yeah, lot. You're playing cops and yeah, robbers as a cop, and you accidentally <laughs> shoot Ugh. some dude. I can just imagine. The, oh, 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 fuck. Oh, shit. Uh, so in Throw the, him in the river. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's. So the, the documents. Where's the report? It says uh, approximately two. 2 a.m., Hunter was sitting at his desk in the press room of the Long Beach Police Station reading a mystery novel when two detectives, 
both of whom were later described as friends of Hunter, came into the room. Initially, there was considerable confusion over exactly what happened next. One officer was first quoted as saying he dropped his gun, causing it to discharge as it, hit, as it struck the floor. Later, he changed his story to say that he and the other detectives were engaged in quote-unquote horseplay with their loaded <laughs> That's weapons. That's why one of them dressed up like a horse and the other one fucked him. It was a weird time. You know, you sexual... some games with my guns? Sexual liberation and whatnot. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the other the horseplay when the uh, loaded weapon, when the tragedy occurred. So the cops don't know how to use his safety. Also, so both people who were fucking working on the same book ended up getting Well, and then here's killed. where I find that can get a little suspect because they shot him Shot through the heart. Oh, he hit him in the heart? Done. Yeah, immediately died. Damn. Wow. Fucking Dead. killer shot, bro. Dead yeah. on, that, well, that's my question is like, <laughs> that's a really hard accident to commit. <laughs> that's yeah. a hell of a If you shot. told me, because if you, quick draw, like, tell me maybe you shot him in the leg, you hit him yeah. in the gut, maybe. Right through the chest? Also, were they like shooting cans? Why the fuck did they have it out? <laughs> yeah. Because like, I get if you're doing the quick draw, but. But you don't fire at the end if you're practicing the quick draw part. Yeah, you shouldn't be putting your finger on the trigger. Yeah, usually. I also or don't... have the fucking hammer cocked back. I'm guessing they were using service revolvers at the time. I don't know how those work. Hey, listen, the rules changed back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have a safety on. Like, you could just shot yourself, but that's... Yeah, it was when I read that it was one shot straight through the heart. It's, uh, it's a bit suspicious, I'll give it that. It's certainly... Well, because didn't they say they interrupted him reading a book? Yeah, he was like at his desk, I guess. So he was at his desk, but now he turned around to face them. Yeah. And just happened to be facing the right direction to so, get shot in the heart while they were the fucking blicky. around. And yeah. once again, they, they changed their story, but his uh, his boss had the same suspicions. Uh, he said, boss called me at 2 a.m. and told me Bill Hunter had been shot. Uh, he wasn't satisfied with the story that the cop had dropped his gun, and as it turned out, that wasn't what happened at all. <laughs> so... They still been lying. Yeah. They always been lying. Going on, they say he didn't necessarily think it was related to JFK, <laughs> but the fact that they took his notes. But it might also not be not not related to this. Not this particular <laughs> guy said uh, he would believe anything. And he said it looks like a studied effort to remove all the knowledgeable newsmen who covered the assassination. It sure does seem that way. Yeah. Oh, I take it back. We're going to end with one more because speaking, this was another uh, another newswoman going out. But this was a fun one because she dies of barbiturates. All right. A woman after my own heart. Huh? Yes, she does. Well, and it's interesting because she was known to party. Okay. She was a good time, as they used to say. <laughs> yes, back in the day, that was the euphemism for drug addict. Uh-huh. Uh, so she was one of the most popular columnists in the country at the time. She was kind of, the way I read it, was a little close. Like she was a TMZ type. Okay. Like, Mm. reported real news, but a little more tabloid. So she was found dead on her fifth-story Manhattan apartment. Medical examiner determined that she died from acute ethanol and barbiturate intoxication. So booze and pills. Correct. And she was openly attacking the cover-up and whitewash in her newspaper column, Mm. uh, which was pretty prominent at the time. Um, She was also one of the few people Jack Ruby trusted. So she was very likely going to get some stuff she wasn't supposed to be told. So she was shit-talking... She was the, pointing out... The and killing his, and was also friends with Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby and was interviewing him. So... Huh. And he didn't agree to very many interviews, so that was kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty significant. So she was apparently saving all of her info for an upcoming book, Murder One, 
which uh, she was sure would have been a blockbuster. I'm sure it would have been. Yeah. Um, Scorsese did well with his uh, fucking so it was, <laughs> take on things. So it was well known that she had extensive notes from her research, uh, including private interviews with Ruby. Um, it was rumored that she, uh, her friend of many years, had an affair with Jack Kennedy because apparently he just slept with everybody. I mean, why not? Sick. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're going to. Hey, legend for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy's comments and columns in their totality, uh, she seemed to have put together some very important points which were highly pertinent to the JFK assassinations, particularly she knew about Tippett okay. um, and Ruby, and she had put together that Oswald was being reported in too many places at once. So this is only a few years after the assassinations. It was already falling apart. So this is what, mid, mid-60s-ish mid then? Mid yeah. to late 60s? This would have been around, let's see, 1965. Okay, mm-hmm. so two years after the assassination. Yes. Maybe um, a year and a half, depending on what month it occurred in. Yeah. She also had linked Oswald to U.S. intelligence and linked his wife from Russia potentially yeah. to the KGB. Well, that was something Oswald like went to visit. He, he it, defected to Russia. Yeah. Yes. Now, one of the theories is that he was a CIA asset. Right. And they sent him over there to try and infiltrate some of the um, communist the, the good shit. regime. Yeah, because he was going over there spouting anti-Kennedy nonsense and whatnot one of the reasons they've said he's set up as a patsy was because he was trying to infiltrate some of the groups that might have been trying to either assassinate kennedy or come up with some crazy castro shit Mm -hmm. so she had already connected those dots including his wife Um, must have been such a pain in the ass to do that sort of investigative journalism back in the day oh my goodness like trying to track all these people down the amount of footwork that i mean that's really what makes it impressive is like you think of just the picture of him getting hit in the, shot in the head. There were multiple pictures taken within a fraction of a second of that shot being fired from different angles. Yeah. And this is at a time when you could only really take one picture and then you got to crank it and then take another. So these people all had one shot and they all managed to somehow snap it at the perfect time. They were just that good. But yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine how much footwork it took to track all these fucking people down, especially because when people start getting knocked off, I'm sure a lot of them are like, nah, I don't want to talk to you. Well, yeah, when you got to go to the fucking library and look at shit on the newspaper on microfiche or whatever the fuck it's called, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, it used to take effort to be a journalist. Now all you got to do is stream on Twitch. <laughs> you can just uh, live stream, yes. journalist. Yeah, you can yeah. just live stream a, a protest and be like, "I'm I'm doing journalism." Like, no, you're you're just a camcorder. <laughs> you're 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 a talking camcorder. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's go into our system. So they pretty much staged the crime scene, trying to like make it look like she accidentally just took too many pills, fell asleep, and that was that. Uh-huh. But she had just called to turn in one of her recent articles. So, which was, I think it was like 2.30 a.m., and I think they put the time of death somewhere around 4. So, she was up and at him yeah. shortly before that, and barbiturates... Uh, she had a rough 90 minutes and decided to end it all. Yeah, so her blood alcohol content was 0.15, which... So, double legal. She was tipsy. She had a yeah. good night. She was having a good night. <laughs> she had fun. Uh, more no- noteworthy was the exotic combination of drugs that killed her. All right, lay it on three me. Distinct, i got to write these down. <laughs> three distinctly different barbiturates were found in uh, her system. It's a bit much, Dorothy. Amobarbital, commonly known as Tuanol. Pentobarbital, commonly known as Nembital. That's and the one people use to kill themselves. Secobarbital, commonly known as Secanol. Yeah, n- Nembutal is still like 
if you're trying to kill yourself, uh, that's what they recommend you get your hands on. Yes, as he's pointed out, those three in combination... Yeah, it's going to kill you, especially when mixed with booze. That's like a guaranteed death. Now, he points out one of the interesting things was that she had just enough of this in her system to kill her, which is interesting because if you're going to commit suicide via pills... You way overdo it. Yeah, Yeah. most people are going to fucking take the whole bottle. Yeah, you just take whatever's left. So she had just enough in her system to kill her. Uh, Interesting to see that the approximation of the amount of pills in Dorothy's system at the time she died is in line with the relatively precise amount needed to cause death. The amount of pills estimated in her system do not lean toward uh, incredibly more pills than the LMD minimum lethal dose, as most suicides by pills do. So she would have had to have taken the equivalent of 15 to 20 pills. Five of each. (laughs) To get there. Goddamn. Just to kill her. But remember, it's three different types of pills. Right. So they point out that they only found two types of pills actually there. Hmm. And maybe she just swallowed the entire pill bottle. Did they consider that? She took all the pills and then ate the evidence. That would have been very convenient of her to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So then they go on and kind of, kind of play the timeline out here saying it would have been difficult to ingest 15 to 20 pills accidentally. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, um, I guess. Yeah. So she was seen at 1 AM <laughs> and appeared to be control of herself, but quote unquote, a little high. Okay. And her time of death was estimate. excuse me, time of death was estimated to be around 2 a.m. So it didn't seem feasible that she could leave the bar and then get to her apartment at 2. And then die. And take then a pop fist, 15 pills. Yeah, take a fistful of pills, call her editor, send in the article, and then die. Yeah. That's a speed run right there. You know, I will say, though, that of all the people who get, who've been killed, this is the way I would pick. This is by far the least bad out of, uh... Oh, yeah, if I, they asked, I'm, how do you want to go? Yeah. Give me a fistful of fucking barbiturates. Yeah, I'm taking the pills and booze over Sorry, the uh, karate shop. What's a barbiturate? Uh, that's like if you're going to go get, like, surgery. Yeah, they it's super strong downers. Uh, like, to, to put you under and shit. It's... It's horse tranquilizers. Yeah. Oh. But it was more popular recreationally in the 60s. They used to prescribe them way more often until they kind of realized how dangerous that was, and they way backed off of it. Now it's, yeah, most commonly just used in, like, surgery-type scenarios. I'm sure it's still prescribed for some shit, but I mean, I, think I never they, saw much of it. I think they still use it for surgeries occasionally. Yeah. I think I, they just have drugs that don't risk killing you. Yeah, <laughs> they, we've, we've come a long way. They tend to slow the lungs down, from what I remember. Yeah, that's probably what killed her, as I would imagine the booze and the pills would respiratory depression, and then she either choked on her own vomit or... I do think we at some just point... stop breathing. We at some point need to put the petition out for the pill bottles to have, like, a thumbs up for drinking or a thumbs down. <laughs> the the uh, I like okay or the no-go? No yeah, I like her idea with that, because if it's like Xanax and it's like, thumbs up, but be careful. Yeah, this this is like a not a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's a thumb Half sideways. A thumb. It's yeah. like... You can take some of these pills and drink, but if you do it too much... You might die. You're definitely dying. <laughs> you're yeah. definitely dying. So as far as access to the drugs that were found in her body, Sikinol was definitely available to Dorothy. Right. And Tuanol was located in her home as her husband had a prescription for it, but wasn't something she usually took. Now, the third drug, Nembutal, was not ready av- readily available to Dorothy, and oddly enough, was also the drug of which contents were found in the drinking glass that was placed near her. So the question becomes, huh. which is funny because if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, Nembutal tastes like shit. 
probably like people have to when when they kill themselves with it they're told to like mix it in some juice or so, almost like booze because it tastes yeah. so fucking bad why do you know this <laughs> you gotta the study research. things yeah you the gotta research. do research i ate i guess um, yeah, re- yeah so the point recommended. <laughs> but so they're just so the question becomes where did that come from and why was it in the glass yeah, that's, uh, that's a bit strange. Uh, and an even larger issue than availability is the quantity and the time frame that they would have been, uh, would have to have been taken. It was estimated that she took 15 to 20 pills in a triple combination combined with alcohol. So five w- pills every 30 minutes from when she got back from the bar, essentially. Well, so this is, so she had already taken some, I believe, at the bar. Okay. Uh, but she was in a fine, you know, she was having well, a good night. Yeah, coherent. Yeah. So she couldn't have taken that many pills and still been walking around. That's not how barbiturates work. No, you're not going to take a fucking fistful of Nembutal and be double the legal limit and just get your way, find your way home. So (laughs) she might have taken one or two at the bar, but likely not enough because, yeah, this is a blackout drug. Yeah. The issue then becomes positing that she got to her apartment and essentially immediately took a fistful of pills um, also <laughs> worth considering is the nature of a drug overdose death, especially a barbiturate overdose. Uh, if she were drunk and had ac- actually taken 15, 20 pills, her body would have probably attempted to reject the toxins. Uh, if she didn't vomit, it is likely she would have either foamed or purged. Yeah. Barbiturate overdoses aren't necessarily calm, quiet, and pretty deaths. There's a CNS, central nervous system shutdown, lungs gasping for air or perhaps coughing, thrashing about, rarely do people die with their eyes closed and their mouths neatly shut, yet she was found in bed, tucked in, her eyes closed, and her peaceful, powdered, uh, and her face peaceful, powdered, and made up. Well, she just had, uh, she had a higher tolerance. She wasn't no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how to do her drugs. I mean, that is one of the easiest way to stage a suicide, barbiturates. Yeah. And, yeah, it, I think the weirder thing is she was taking three different brands. Yeah, it, it seems unnecessary. Because... There's not a huge difference between barbiturates. They're all just kind of different degrees of the same thing. As far as I'm aware, it's kind of like benzos where Ativan and Xanax, like there is a difference, but it's not crazy different. Like it pretty much feels the same. Like if that, someone gave me a mystery pill that had Xanax and the other one had Ativan, I, like I probably couldn't tell you which was which if I weren't told. Yeah, I'd have I, to I could hazard a decent guess. I was say, but, I'd, have to, I'd have to take like six and come back in a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> So the other thing that they kind of briefly mention is that the room she died in wasn't a room actually, wasn't a room anyone slept in. I guess she had like a sham marriage at that point. No, that's the dying room. And they were, they were trying. After I left, you'll see this is the room we die in. That's why she set it up. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was like the room I guess they pretended they slept in. Oh, so it's like the, you ever gone to a house that has like the room with the couches you can't sit on? Yes. Yeah. 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 So it was like one of those things. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And then apparently she was in like some weird like night jacket i don't know but something she wouldn't wear to bed so huh if you were staging a suicide though you wouldn't know that room was not for uh not not for dying purposes yeah not for well maybe it is for dying if you're not gonna live in it but not in use (laughs) yeah and then they talk about the exotic combination of drugs so she gets back to her apartment roughly around 2 a.m she's dead by 4 a.m so with that amount of barbiturates you would have passed out and died pretty quickly. So that's plenty of time to stage the scene and get out. Yeah. Did they say how, how was she discovered? Was it her husband who found her? Or? Yeah. I believe it was the husband who came by, I believe the next day. 
Oh, okay. So this is they they backdated the time of death then, right? It wasn't yeah. she wasn't she was found close enough, and yeah. they figured out what was in her system close enough that they were pretty accurate, right? Um, because barbiturates are pretty easy to trace, especially with that much in your system, they're gonna fucking find it. Basically, they also had some lividity markings on the corpse, so it was just a lot of shit that they moved stuff around. Okay. Um, and one of the things they point out was how it was like too perfectly set up because next to her nightstand was like a book, but it was <laughs> face down, and it was a book she'd already told people she read. <laughs> She was just rereading it. And yeah. then she had like the pill bottles just like right there, perfectly open, and then the cup. And it was just, <laughs> it was because suicide, you'd expect it to be fucking messy and shit. Like, you're not going to fucking make your room before you kill yourself. It felt a little too yeah. IKEA. <laughs> yeah. It was too, too on the money. Too on the money. Yeah. So there's, there's more like that. I would very much recommend reading the book. It's, it's pretty funny. We might, uh, we might get to uh, some more on a later date. Yeah. I yeah. might talk about the FBI agents. Those dudes are usually harder to kill. They yeah. usually take more than a karate chop to the neck. It's a, the weakest necked FBI agent of all time. Now, I didn't get into any uh, suicide shotguns to the head. No one, no one gave themselves two shots to the back of the head as a suicide yet. Yes, yes, I know there's a few of those. There's a few. Those, are, those come out in the Clinton body count a lot. Yeah, and then there's people who try and say it's like a muscle reaction thing where like your body just accidentally pulls the trigger a second time. I'm like, I, I'm not so sure about that. Well, have you ever, like, you ask those people, have you ever fired a gun? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Well, that's why you'd think that's possible. There was some, uh, oh, fuck, who was he? He was some politician of some variety. This was on like one of those, uh, America's most wildest or whatever, <laughs> but he was some politician who fucking shot himself in the head and then he didn't die. Oh. And, then, and then they had a recording of the phone call where he calls in 911. I thumb myself in the head. Like, you've been shot in the head. So like, I thumb myself in the head. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah, so he just. He, I think he lived through it too. He. They, but uh, having to call 911 after you shot yourself in the head because you... I fucked you, up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Where did he shoot himself? Did uh, he, like, accidentally go through the jaw or something? I think he... I want to say he went, like, under the chin and shot... Straight like, through his, like... No, I think he might have just missed nose? his brain. Like, he was probably just nervous. the front and, of the head or something? Nervous and jittery and kind of, yeah, shot out the... Fuck, I wish I could remember his name. I just remember listening to the phone call and him being like unable to speak because he sounded like a retard. <laughs> it was it was fucking awesome. I mean, probably a little retarded now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't get out of that with uh, all your brain faculties in order. Do you think they feel more shame fucking up the suicide than before when they were planning to do it? I think they feel like a silly goose. I right? think. <laughs> or do you think it's one of those things where you feel so silly afterwards? You're like, why was I going to do that? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, a renewed lease on life, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's why you eat the gun. Speaking of lease on life, I've got football to watch today. Uh, are we we at time? I think we can call today's sermon. Okay. Uh, we made hey, Delusions, <laughs> brothers and sisters. Delusions. Okay. Amen. Butch is coming. I'm out. <laughs>